right then. How's that? Better or worse? Well, you're what the? I'm I'm pretty quiet. You are pretty quiet. Well, naturally, but so, yes, the mic is on. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> well, we'll just uh, add a little volume for you then, because that's yeah. being weird. We'll try that and see how that goes. There we go. Yeah. Let's see. Waveform is equal to yours. Yeah, ish. Yes, it's all good. Hmm. Uh, well. If the tech doesn't throw us for some kind of loop, then you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what kind of evening is it, really? That's right. Well, welcome back to another episode of Scouting Stuff You Should Know. You got two of us this fine August evening. Scouter Ken here. Hello, and over there is Scouter Colin. Oh, hello. So how are things? Um, well, it busy, busy. Yeah. I uh, new couch cover. Mm. Got rid of the white. Yeah, I see that. Same couch, just it's, different, yeah, different cover. The the IKEA Ektorp line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like literally. Actually, when you buy them, you like you pick. Well, I don't know. If, I don't even know if they still sell the Ektorp. They still sell the covers, though. Oh, okay. But like when Grace bought this couch initially, mm-hmm. it was like you pick the couch, and then you pick the color, and oh, you know yeah. you get the so. The, anyways, but you can get different coverings for it. So we figured after like ten ish years that it was time to retire the white. And yeah, we picked up the gray a couple of years ago, and it was kind of just collecting dust in the closet there, yeah. waiting for the time when it was necessary to push it into service. Well, it looks good. Yeah, it's uh, it's not bad. It's like a completely different couch. Yeah. Until you sit in and you're just like, no, 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 no that's no, the same no. couch. Yeah. But it looks different. Yes. Yes. Nice little facelift. Mm. Uh, beyond that, I don't know. Just prepping for a trip and... Yeah. Et toi? Comment ça va? Uh, bien. <laughs> that was the sum total of my French folks. There you go. Yep. Thank you. That's as bilingual as this podcast has ever gotten. <laughs> Three years of... Uh, of uh, Junior high French. I yeah, know that, yeah. That's, I, I understand, but I can't speak it. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. The only other thing new on this end is the, the backpack. I picked up a alternative backpack, which actually fits oh. the camera gear, and I can fit most of the podcasting, like the microphones and the cables and oh, stuff, all that. fit nicely into that yeah. pocket there. And it's a... Uh, that's a pretty cool little backpack yeah. you and got the, going on there. Yeah, these low pros, like they're built mm-hmm. for cameras mainly. But and especially like if I pull the camera gear out of here, then I can basically uh-huh. just fit everything. Actually, I'm gonna try that <clears throat> once we're done here. I'm gonna detach this, and like I'll probably leave the 50 mil, and I don't really even use this flash anymore. So I'm wondering if I can fit the yeah the mixer board right. Yeah, in there. I was just gonna say one of those pockets looks like it might be mixer board friendly. Yeah, it might just you know, rip out that centerpiece, and uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's kind of modifiable. So, anyways, yeah, new backpack, cool. a little bit more travel friendly. Yeah. And uh, I guess I'll get to test that tomorrow. And uh, yes, there's a bit of August left. Not yes, lot. no, it's down to the the dreads of August. Yeah, the <laughs> dregs, dregs of August. August Although yeah. it's been, you know, warm. Yeah, ish. Define warm. Well, into the mid twenties. I mean, granted, you know, as warm as summer gets, well, this I suppose thing, this has not been a particularly warm summer. No, occasional I, hot spell here and there, but I think for me, it, it um, because I haven't traveled at all over ah. the summer. Uh, Cindy and I have stayed close to home. Um, with my work, uh, it, it made sense for me to be here during July and August just because uh, the people I work with, they all have kids. And right, it, it sure. Just, it just makes sense that they can... They can be, vacation. Yeah, and, they can go and spend yeah. time with their kids and that kind of stuff and get out. And for sure. I can take my vacation whenever. It's all good. Yeah. But um, because the weather has been somewhat miserable, it really doesn't feel like we've had much of a summer in that no, regard. No, well, that's the it's, thing. We uh, haven't. Yeah. Boo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm glad we didn't plant cucumbers this year. Everybody I know who's been trying to grow cucumbers has said that it's just been too darn wet. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, and time, by the way, 
So like we had a whole thing, we had a whole thing, the the herb, herb, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we had a whole thing of herbs that my wife had planted outside. The oregano drowned, the basil drowned, the rosemary drowned. The thyme grows awesomely good in what is essentially a rice paddy. Oh, wow. (laughs) There you go. There you go. (laughs) If you're looking for weather conducive to grow thyme, apparently this year was it. Yep, pretty much. Uh, but anyways, enough uh, enough gardening tips because yeah, that's not this that, podcast. That, that, that isn't this podcast. Uh, but, uh, that's gardening stuff you should know, and that's yes, somebody else. That's somebody else. <laughs> if there isn't that current pod, that podcast currently, then somebody who knows way more about gardening than we do. There's your lead off. Yeah. Go, you know, give us a shout out, and mm-hmm. we're good. Um, so, did you have a topic in mind? Um. No. Fortunately, I do have one in mind. Okay. And probably... I was, I was hoping you would have yes. one in mind. And don't probably need to go too, too terribly long on this one. Might no. wind up being a shorter episode, which is good. It's a little bit late. Yeah. But um, I wanted to talk about planning. And in particular, I wanted to actually go into a little bit of detail on how to structure a planning meeting. Okay. Because we've, talk, we've talked planning before, I think. Yes. But I wanted to actually give a, a template for a planning meeting that I hope everybody can use. Uh, and I'm stealing this basically wholesale from the planning meeting that I literally was at like a few days ago. Okay. Um, Context, please. Yeah. Well, a Cub, Cub Scout planning meeting. Okay. Uh, but the thing is, like, so... I imagine it's it's very similar through through various sections and whatever it is you're trying to do but this one is largely exportable and the reason this one is exportable is okay you have to understand um our well so our uh actually he's not our area commissioner anymore because they're kind of reimagining the role uh they they've gotten rid of area commissioners per se okay and now they have like basically um each of the councils now has uh scouter representatives for the larger established groups in in their area okay okay so formerly he would have been the area commissioner now he's actually like a liaison scouter to a group okay one of the larger groups not ours because okay. conflict of interest okay but uh anyway we have someone from a different larger group then is that the idea i or? guess I don't know. These things are I, I, all I'm new picking to you. Up things in little <laughs> snippets here and there. Oh, okay. But I ran into him uh, at this planning meeting mm-hmm. because, of course, his wife is one of my Cub Scouters, mm-hmm. and the thing about it is, in her professional life, uh, she's a project manager. Yes. You know, uh, and when you have a project manager coordinating the planning meetings for your cub pack Mm -hmm. two things happen one you come up with a very effective planning meeting methodology Mm -hmm. and two the template for it is largely exportable (laughs) mostly because it's probably been used elsewhere and oh probably and was repurposed for oh probably cub cub planning so i know not uh, yeah i don't i don't know what company this is ultimately stemming out of or because you know she's not tied to any one company she's like sort of a project manager Consultant. For hire, consultant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, yes. Actually, her son is also one of our scouters. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, the, the, I mean, the whole family is, you know, very, yeah, very yeah, heavily yeah. involved in scouting, yes. guiding. Yeah. Um, actually, not so much guiding anymore. But anyways, I digress. Mm. So anyways, yes, we had our big planning meeting and ridiculously effective. Like we've already got pretty much half the year planned out. Mm-hmm. And for sitting down for two and a half hours, that was not a bad thing. No. Um, so I'm going to put this forward. It's just sort of, you know, because if you're, you know, like this episode is going to come out eh, probably just into September. Mm-hmm. So hopefully by this point in time, you've already sat down and started to plan out your programming for the year, whatever that, you know, whatever section you're leading. Um, because, you know, ideally you want your start time to be kind of in that yeah, second to third yeah. week of September. I was going to say middle of September. Yeah, we're targeting, I think the ninth for the beavers, mm-hmm. 10th for the Tuesday beavers, and then so the 11th for the cubs. Right. Um, we may wind up bumping the cubs off if the group wants to have their big parent info mm-hmm. night that mm-hmm. night, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
So hopefully you've done some planning. But if you haven't, you know, here's a good, here's what I put forth as an excellent template to follow. Okay. Um, as a side note, refreshments are encouraged. <laughs> yes. You know, if, if you're going to be hosting people, and especially for a, a couple of three hours, you know, mm-hmm. having some some light snacks and, and other things uh, definitely makes the evening progress much better. It's like kids, yeah. you know, you yeah. want the orange slices for when they're, uh, well, yeah, you know, you know, a well, little I, pick me up is always a good thing. You know? Well, you know, and I mean, like these are, especially if you have a, a scouter team that has a lot of good camaraderie, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you have a really established team, mm-hmm. then, you know, it is, it is a social event as much as it is uh, mm-hmm. a, a business meeting. Yes. And, uh, you know, if you have, new scouters coming on board, then it's mm-hmm. you know, certainly going to a leave them nice, with a nice icebreaker. I mean, we've had meetings at, uh, at restaurants before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think overall it does work out better. And there's nothing wrong with meeting at a restaurant. It's, it's an all right environment. It certainly takes care of the refreshments, mm-hmm. but I think we've had more productive, uh, meetings meeting at someone's house. Yes. Right? I, w- For sure. I would agree that kind of, you know, you can have a social uh, get together, <laughs> and, as and, I as I used to affectionately refer to them as leader meetings. Yeah, well, in quotation you know, marks, those and, are important too, right? And, you build that rapport in the leader yeah, team. That's right, you know. But you know, if you're if you're actively planning a, and having a leader meeting and yeah. uh, planning, then yes. Uh, distractions aside, it's probably better to be in yeah. somebody's basement. Someone's house or, yeah. um, I mean, if you're lucky enough to have a scout hall, mm-hmm. maybe you could get it for an evening for this purpose. Mm-hmm. At any rate, um, so, you know, place where you can, you know, table with enough chairs for everybody coming. Mm-hmm. Um, these days, I suppose a good Wi-Fi signal is a reasonably important thing. Although, to be fair, we actually do still a lot of our planning on paper. You know, there'll be posters hung up yeah uh with all with and the headings will be like all the different program areas plus camps mm-hmm. and so i mean like you know there's a big we'll get to that actually mm-hmm. the camps are actually what so when it comes down to you know when it comes down to it what you're trying to do is you're trying to frame out your year or at least a good portion of the year so you know when you come to the meeting and hopefully, you know, you've had opportunities over the preceding year, um, unless this is a completely new group. Mm-hmm. Uh, In which case you'll be leaning on some people for some support. Right. But assuming this isn't a completely brand new group or completely brand new leadership team that has mm-hmm. absolutely no input from the youth, mm-hmm. right? Assuming that you've been a little bit diligent and you've collected information from the youth in the previous year, but you know, just activities they enjoyed, activities they didn't enjoy, activities they want to do again, new activities that we didn't get to that they want to try, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. You know, assuming you're coming off of last scouting season with some of this information, well, you're going to need that because the idea is, you know, you're going to start putting together your calendar for the year. But the most effective way that we found to frame the year is to start with camps, right? Okay. Um, Especially if there are like, you know, the known big ticket camps like Cubbery, we already know when that's going to happen. Funorama, we already know when that's going to happen, especially as we're hosting it this year. Um, You know, in a scout group context, uh, Jamboree dates would Mm -hmm. be, you know, another one to, to come to, or, you know, any like area events that you know are going to take place on a specific Yeah, the larger scale camps that you already know. Right. Especially if they're, you know, yeah, the that you already know that are sort of like repeating yearly things. Mm-hmm. You kind of have an idea like, you know, Funorama is always the last weekend in May, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Yep. Uh, sorry, not Funorama. Cubbery is always the last weekend in May, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Funorama, second weekend in February, usually mm-hmm. um, in and around then. So armed with, you know, and, and the other, like, you know, so you have your, big ticket caps, the things that you, you know, are like, okay, well, we always go to this one or we want to hit this one. So we know it's this time of year. So mm-hmm. that's on the calendar. Then of course, and different scouting programs around the world will have different program goals. You know, the Scouts Canada's guidelines usually recommend for like the cub level, at least one camp per quarter, mm-hmm. right? So one for fall, one for winter, one for spring, one for summer. So if nothing else, we want to make sure that we are covering those bases, right? Yep. 
And uh, that may mean that, you know, you're having some just camps within your group, right? Because there may not always be like a jamboree or a cubbery or an area-wide camp that you can be like, oh yeah, we're going to that one in the fall and then that one in winter and there. Um, so you may, you know, and it's probably a good thing just as a group to, you know, want to do, plan to do a couple of just your own camps Mm -hmm. for each section, right? For scouts, it'll be more, right? Scouts, they may go camping a couple of times per quarter Mm -hmm. or more, right? It depends. I mean, it depends on a lot of different factors. Um, (laughs) the, the, the temperament of the group and the, all of that, but at any rate, get your camps on the board first. Mm-hmm. Figure out when those are going to be and put them on the calendar first because that helps you when you're then scheduling other events, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, you don't want to, you know, because a camp is a pretty intensive thing, mm-hmm. you know, getting ready for the camp. And that's not to say that, you know, like I know we used to do the thing, especially with the beavers and to a lesser degree with the cubs, where like, you know, the, the, the week after a camp, we wouldn't hold a meeting. Mm-hmm. And I've largely done away with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, not going to follow up a camp with some high intensity meeting where I need everyone's attention like yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Right. It's, you know, it's certainly a decompression meeting exactly. after the camp. It's exactly. Get some feedback, you know, exactly. that, that kind of thing. Right. And usually the camp or usually the meeting immediately before the, well, at least the first camp of the year, usually the meeting immediately before the first camp of the year, mm-hmm. there's going to be some kind of focus on, you know, what you need at camp. Yeah. The packing. Mm-hmm. What is the weather? Yeah. What is the temperature rating of your sleeping bag? Do you have a foamy? <laughs> important important yeah. things yeah. that yeah. will make or break the camp for a yeah. alarmingly large number of youth. Uh, half the time it's about training parents. Yeah. The list isn't really for the kids. It's no, more for the parents, no, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so anyways, get your camps on the calendar first. Mm-hmm. Once you've got the camps on the calendar, um, and I mean like this could take. Do you use the camps as opportunity to work on the badges and stuff or like the, or do you well, leave it more kind of a, as a focus to the outdoors? Well, skill I mean, sets? and you know what, this answer changes based on which scouting organization you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Because in Boy Scouts of America, the answer would be an un equivocal yes Uh right and in fact i know a lot of boy scout troops do try and you know set up camps in such a way that the youth will have the opportunity to accrue multiple merit badges across the course of the camp right or at least you know do a lot of work on the requirements Uh we're a little bit different right i'm not going to expect anybody to come away from a camp having satisfied everything they need for a personal achievement badge right? right? or multiple personal achievement is not going to happen. That said, you know, are we going to try and facilitate um, the youth accruing requirements or checking off requirements for some of their outdoor adventure skills? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But it is a little bit different, right? So if you're in a scouting program that is based on one program, Scouts Canada, Scouts Ireland, many others around the world, um, you're probably going to go for that latter approach, right? You're not mm-hmm. going to be putting any emphasis really on personal achievement badges. That said, if you have youth who are just like, hey, while we're at camp, I want to work on this badge, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. if they want to do it, great and encourage that, but it's not anything that you're going to really put on them. So during that planning meeting, you're more, you're more focused on the outline of the, right. You know, we, we, the camp and where it is as opposed to the camp itself and what. Yeah. And like, you know, those are some of the basics. It's like, okay, well, we want to have a camp here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where do we want to have this? You know, we want to have a camp in September. Okay. Well, where do we want to have the camp? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we could have it here. Right. Mm -hmm. And in some cases, like one of the discussions we got into, one of the camps that the Cubs loved doing last year was at Uocas. Mm-hmm. And the thing about camping at Uocas, this is a youth camp not too far outside of Edmonton. Um, the thing about camping at Uocas is that they offer a, um, I don't have a good term for it, but they offer like a very complete program. So you don't just show up at camp and they're just like, okay, well, there's the cabins, have fun. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, they make sure that they have staff, they are running a program for the youth. I think they provide menu as well. Oh, 
right? Okay. So it's like, yep. it's the full experience. And I mean, like it costs more mm-hmm. as a result, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, our budget is significantly higher for the Uokas camp. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, for the first camp of the year, that's actually not a bad thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, obviously- It gets everybody out and from a- planning at camp perspective the leaders really don't have that much to worry about yeah it's a so it, e- it eases pre- your scouters in as much as yeah, anything right? pre-programmed especially if you have new scouters it really eases them in mm-hmm. as much as you know and i mean the mm-hmm. youth show up and they have a good time right right now that's not to say that you're going to have that everywhere no. right and that's not to say that that's going to be within the financial reach of every group right but you know what like it's it's a thing that we do mm-hmm. and um it seems to work very very well so getting back to the, mm-hmm. to the, like the planning side of things. Right. So, you, so like, okay, we know we're going to do like this camp yeah. in September, September and then, okay, well, we've got the, the beaver cub museum sleepover in yeah. November. Yeah. Right. So we're just starting to put these things on so, the calendar. Right. Um, and yeah, like when it comes down to, you know, something like a, like the museum sleepover. Okay. Well, which museum are we at this year? Okay. Mm-hmm. We want to do a spring camp, but where do we want to, you know, do we want to do the spring camp? Right. Where do we want to do it? What weekend? Yeah. Um, we also have, um, a camping committee that we kind of establish. Well, it's funny because we, we plan, we kind of plan everything out. Our first meeting of the year, we sort of plan everything out and then we build the committees. Oh, okay. It's kind of just like, you know, okay, so here's Who all the camps. To be Who wants to be the camping committee? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And usually the camping committee is like up to four people with the understanding that they kind of, it's a rotating cycle of who gets to be camp chief. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, and like you don't have to plan the all the camps to the nines. That's part of the no, reason you put no. together a planning committee. But like a, a camping committee, right? They're going to take each camp in turn and be mm-hmm. just like, okay, well, if we're going here and we're going on these dates then, you know, these will be our activities and this will be yeah. the theme and stuff like that. They worry about that more so than, than this planning, than the leader planning right. meeting you that know, you're talking about. We're mainly about. just scheduling. We'll hash out some yeah. very basic details about each camp probably yeah. as it goes on the calendar. Yeah. But, you know, then in general, it just gets handed off to the camp committee. And they and worry about they it. they take each one in turn. Right. And plan it. And you know what? If I mean, if you have enough scouters to build you know, committees that handle things like camping, please mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. It'll save you a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, you know what, then fine. Sometime ahead of each camp, sit down, plan it out. You know, just have a little mini planning meeting mm-hmm. um, that is all about that camp. When are we meeting? What are we going to do? What do we need for menu? All that stuff. So now that we've got the camps on the calendar. Right. Um, and you essentially have your meeting after the camp figured out mm, partly because they're n- it's not going to be anything too high intensity is- right but that can still cover a lot of different ground and so usually where we move to as so like i say starting with the camps mm-hmm. that's act one act two is basically the ideas session right so you put the calendars aside for a little bit and especially if you've got that information collected from the youth mm-hmm. from previous years. Okay, well, what did the youth really enjoy last year? What did they not enjoy last year? What did they say they enjoyed and didn't enjoy? What did they say they wanted to do that we didn't get to? Mm-hmm. Um, what did they say they wanted to do again? <laughs> right. You know, hopefully you've collected this information, at least under the Canadian path. It's, you know, kind of highly recommended. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, regardless, like hopefully as a, as a scouter, unless it's your very first rodeo, you've got, you know, you've had that chance to, you know, collect this information from your youth over the course of the previous year. Mm-hmm. Um, and if not, well, then you may want to make one of your first meetings collecting this information, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, getting to know the youth, doing something fun, but then also collecting, he's like, okay, well, what do you guys want to do? You know, what are some things that, mm-hmm. what are some adventures you'd like to have? Mm-hmm. Um, just sit down right at the start. You know, first meeting might just be collecting yeah. information, or yeah. maybe not even that. Maybe it's just you know one uh, like uh, things we've done in the past is you know okay, well here here's a sheet of paper. Take ten minutes, write down five things you want to do. Mm-hmm. Then we collect all that up, and then someone has to aggregate that and yeah, sort it out. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? But, fine, whatever. Put a scouter on it, and it'll get done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you now have this list and not only that but you have you know if 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 you know 
20 of 20 cubs said, we want to go camping and we want to go yeah. do archery. Yeah. Well, great. Now you know, okay, well, okay. let's do a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere uh, along the way, we need to do archery. Yes. Maybe multiple times. <laughs> so, the but like I say, the second act of the planning meeting really is just putting aside the calendar and just talking through all of these ideas, right? Mm-hmm. And the scouters can contribute their own ideas as well, although it should primarily be based on the feedback from the youth. And you're flushing out the youth yes. ideas, essentially. Is Remember those posters it. I said, where it was yeah, all yeah. the different program areas at the top? Yeah. You're just building lists. You're just building lists yeah. for all the different stuff. So an idea is presented and you just figure out what what it falls under. Yeah. Creative expression, active and healthy living, the outdoor stuff, STEM, beliefs and values, mm-hmm. leadership, citizenship, all of that stuff, right? Yeah. You just, okay, we want to do this, we want to do this, we want to do this. Yeah. Um, and once you've got those lists, mm-hmm. then you move to act three, mm-hmm. which is building out your schedule based on everything that you now have on the posters. Right. Right. And that's why I say, you know, you don't necessarily like, you know, once you get the camps on the calendar, you don't necessarily know what you're doing the week following the camp, but now you can look up at the list and be just like, okay, well, that's a little bit lower key. Let's put that here. Yeah. Right. Um, and some, you know, some consider some considerations for this part is because one, one thing that we do is as we put each weekday meeting on the calendar mm-hmm. we pick a subject we're designating someone whose job it is to coordinate and run that meeting right right again you just you know handing it out this isn't a committee thing this is just okay well who's the scouter that's gonna yeah. handle this right Who, because we want to distribute the workload yeah um it's not fair for one person to have to do everything well i mean one person can try mm. uh i'm still burned out from two years ago yes so, <laughs> oh there you go but uh not recommended mm. So as you, like I say, as you schedule these meetings, you know, you say, okay, we need a scouter to run this. Who's going to be the scouter that, you know, coordinates and and runs Mm -hmm, this. Okay. mm -hmm. You do that one. You do that one. Great. And again, as you're going, as you're putting these on the calendar, you know, and you have to take certain things into account. Like for us, of course, we have to be kind of attuned to when we do and don't have availability of the school. Yep. Yep. And yeah, that's a big thing too. You know, right? Oh, there's PD days this uh, week. Yeah. Oh, geez. I like, guess we don't have the school. Yeah. Well, fortunately we still have the hall. Yeah. Um, or is this the week we do a joint thing or, you know. Yeah. Or like, you know, with our Tuesday beavers, every third Tuesday of the month, we don't have our regular meeting spot because the community league is meeting at that time. Uh-huh. Fine. Whatever. Uh-huh. They're good to us. Otherwise we love work. You know, we love being at the hall. Uh-huh. Um, but if we've got to, uh, you know, if, if that means, if the cost of doing business is that one meeting a month, we got to go There's gotta somewhere else. There's got to be an outing or it's got to yeah. be somewhere else. Yep. All right. It's fine. Whatever. Time but, to... you know, it's knowing that, right? Right. It's, it's, you know, knowing when the school breaks are if you meet in a school. It's knowing um, what the other schedule constraints that may mm-hmm. exist in your facility are and planning around that accordingly. And hopefully... Yeah, as you build your schedule, yes. like well, and hopefully your brainstorming session is a good mix of things that happen indoors and things that happen outdoors, right? Yeah. If it's all crafts, go back and do it again. Yeah, yeah try, <laughs> try again. Keep all the crafts because yeah. that's that's good ideas. But yeah, you know, keep, keep those in the pocket. Because try try occasionally. Try, try expanding a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If it's all crafts or if it's all mm-hmm. dodgeball, yeah. You're, try again. You're you're doing it wrong. Yes. <laughs> well, you're not you're not doing it completely. Sorry. Yes. You're doing it fine. You're just not... Try again. Try again. Just Mm -hmm. add more. Do more things. Mm -hmm. So would you recommend then, like, as part of this planning meeting, then is it a good idea then to, like, write out all the dates that you guys have, essentially? So you've got your camps, which are on the calendar. Those are typically weekends. Mm -hmm. Do you... Schedule out your meetings, like yeah, it's, as far it's, as like a list goes. You just it's go it's pretty September like, whatever. Well, you know. usually usually we have like actual calendars printed up. Oh, okay, on posters. Yeah. But yeah, I mean any anything that you can do to actually like track the dates because there's other there's other gotchas too, right? You mm-hmm. want to be cognizant of holidays. Yeah, you know you don't want to inadvertently schedule something important on Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> well that too, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There are, there are the stat holidays, there are the 
Well, and then there's people's personal holidays too, right? Well, like yeah. So, sometimes you need to know that you're going to be down a leader on this meeting date. Because well, that, yeah. And that can come a little bit later because sometimes people don't always come to the table armed with that information, right? I don't know when I'm going to take, you know, my next bit of time off. Four weeks in Mexico in January? Uh, come on now. Well, you know, <laughs> that would require me to want to go to Mexico. Oh. Separate problem. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's it's good to know when you're going to be down a scouter. And sometimes you do right away know, or sometimes you know one of your scouters is going to be able to just put their hand up and say, okay, yeah, I will not be around this week. Or I, I mean, can't commit to yeah, this for personal this for reasons or, or whatever. Right, exactly. You know. But also, you know, we had a, we, we had an issue where, um, oh, our group commissioner, what did he want to schedule? He wanted to schedule something in April. And the weekend he picked was Easter weekend. <laughs> Whoops. Just like, okay, so. Close. Yes. Google, things to Google for. <laughs> date of Easter. Date of any other important holiday that you need to take into account. Yes. Um, Doesn't necessarily have to be Easter, but, you know. <laughs> you know, in, in North America, Google the date of Easter. Just get that in your head because that's going to be a fairly lengthy, you know, fairly significant holiday weekend. You mm-hmm. probably don't want to put, you know, your capstone camp on that weekend. Yeah, that um, would be a no. Thanksgiving, another good one to avoid in mm-hmm. North America. Um, weekend after Thanksgiving has historically been a very good time to go camping. Yes, 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 yes. Well, that's what it was. It, was, it wasn't a camp, it was a bottle drive. He wanted to have the bottle drive on Easter Saturday. No. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Wait a week. <laughs> or go the week before. Either yeah, one. I was going to- Go uh, either way. I, I was going to say, wouldn't you want to wait maybe till after Easter? Because that's like a long weekend and people are getting together. And Yeah, yeah. Well, we've wouldn't gone, there be more bottles after the Easter weekend? Idea. We've gone before sometimes and it's been all right. Mm-hmm. And we've gone after sometimes and it's been great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just not on the weekend. Yes. Yeah. True. I don't know. I don't know about you, but my Easter Saturday, I can already tell you everything I'm doing on Saturday. Well, yeah. <laughs> that That is one thing I know. Yeah. So, um, that particular Saturday. So, you know, yeah, take your major holidays into account. Um, take your, you know, take anything that can affect the availability of your regular meeting space Uh into account. Uh Um, know when, you know, if you meet in a school, know when the PD days are, know when spring break is, right? Things like that. Know the in-service dates because you don't want to just have everybody show up and the place is locked and the lights are off. Yeah. (laughs) Bad. Not good. And yeah, schedule around that. You know, like if it is, you know, we've gone back and forth on like whether to have a meeting over spring break. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's yes, sometimes it's no. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can, you know, usually if you do have a meeting on spring break, there's going to be lower attendance. But on the flip side, it can be good, right? Because sometimes, not that I have any idea what this is like, <clears throat> but you know, sometimes kids... When they're home from school for a week. They're not going anywhere on some crazy vacation-y type adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, by about the middle of the week, it's starting to bounce off the walls a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? So it can be a good thing if mm-hmm. you're still able to have a spring break meeting. But, you know, obviously only if you can make it work. If you're going to be down too many scouters, yeah. if you're going to be down too many youth, it's not mm-hmm. worth your time. No. But if you have a reasonable contingent of scouters still present, and if, you know a goodly number of youth are still going to be around, their parents will be happy to get them out of the house for an hour and a half. I would, yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. Just saying. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, yeah, being able to, to plan around those times. And again, just because your regular meeting venue is not available, doesn't mean that you don't have to have a meeting. That's right. Know, just means you're going out somewhere. Yeah. Don't, don't uh, hamstring yourself by only, or, yeah, don't hamstring yourself by just uh, being in one location all the time for your meetings. It's good to get out and see things. Yep. And it doesn't have to be anything big ticket. It nope. can be something as simple as a hike. Yep. You know, or you like, you know, snowshoeing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it doesn't have to be anything particularly showstopper. Mm-hmm. Um, because realistically, the youth will have a ton of fun on a hike. Just, you know. They'll make their own fun. Unless it's at minus 30. Then it becomes more of a dredge. Yeah, then, then you may have to a get more dredge. creative. Or, you know, I mean, sometimes you do. Just, you know, weather because of weather or something else. Just like, okay, guys, we're not going to be able to do it tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't plan for that. You know, mm-hmm. just 
let it happen if it happens and mitigate, but don't plan to just, no, we're just not going to do anything that week. So back to the, the planning of the meeting. Right. You have kind of three acts like you. Yes. Like I say, you, so the first act the is fir- get the camps on the calendar. The second act is brainstorm your regular meeting activities. Right. And then your third act is schedule your regular meeting activities. Hmm. Right. Taking into account the camps. And like, if you have other fundraising events, like bottle drives, those would also get scheduled in. Get them on the calendar too. Yep. Yep. Especially for us, actually scheduling the, knowing when the bottle drives are and getting them on the calendar is critical because the bottle drives define the meeting before, right? It's true. I know that if I have a bottle drive that Saturday, the Wednesday before, we are out pounding turf, pounding terrain, putting out flyers. Yep. (laughs) Sorry, leaflets. (laughs) Yes. It's an important distinction. Yes. As uh, our former rover advisor has explained mm-hmm. on a couple of occasions, mm-hmm. but uh, at any rate, you know, and again, that's something that our group does. Other groups may follow the same general pattern, but I can't really speak to that. But again, you know, I think it's a good way to lay out a planning meeting. Right? Is yeah. make sure you know where. Make sure you want you you have an end goal when you start. I, I think is part of it, yes. right? And it helps to have the the other nice thing about having our project manager slash scouter is she keeps it moving along. Mm-hmm. You know, she, I mean, we went long at the last one by about half an hour, but usually like, you know, if she schedules two hours, she keeps it moving along so mm-hmm. that, you know, if things get, if we get too far into the weeds, you know, into, into like a side discussion. Yeah. Table it. That's for the camping committee to decide. Let's yeah. keep moving. Yeah. Let's bring it back to what yeah. the, the, the discussion is about. Yeah. So, you know, so, you want that person who can kind of just run the meeting and make sure yeah. that things are moving along. So you're yeah. not spending. Don't bog down in semantics. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you get the the points out. Exactly. This is what we're... Because ultimately the idea is to go into your year feeling, what's that word? Prepared. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> who knew that that was a thing? Yeah. And it is. It's a huge load off to just, you know, come out of that meeting and be just mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, we got this. Mm-hmm. You know? We, we got, and we do, like we had half a year, we had all the camps plus half a year of regular activities planned out. Mm-hmm. That's pretty darn good. It's nice to know that we don't have to sit down and do more that, scheduling that until is phenomenal. Eh, January. Yes, that's right. That's and even huge. then we're not scheduling what's happening in January. We're going to be like February and beyond, right? Mm-hmm. We've already got January more or less covered off. Mm-hmm. It's that, yeah, it's, it's just that feeling of like, oh, what a load off, right? Because you're not... There's not really going to be, I mean, occasionally plans get completely upended and you're just left scrambling regardless, mm-hmm. but there's no sense that, you know, it's going to be, you know, some Tuesday in mid November and I'm going to be just like, oh my gosh, what are we doing tomorrow? Mm-hmm. No, n- none of that. Right. Good plan. Yep. We know, you know, I mean, I have a great plan. We have a great plan. Mm-hmm. You know, because not only do we know, not only am I, you know, <laughs> on that Tuesday in mid-November, you know, it's not just a case of, I know what we're doing tomorrow. It's, I know who I need to contact to make sure that everything is tickety-boo, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It's like, I, I have a, I have a name, I have an activity, mm-hmm. I have a contact person who is supposedly organizing all of this. Mm-hmm. So I know that I can start reaching out to people, like even a week, you know, a week or two in advance, like, how's this going? Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, like, yeah, if we need to put some help to another scouter to yeah. make sure that something gets done, then we do that. Right. But the point is you have all of this information, you arm yourself with this information ahead of time. And then as the year progresses, you know, mm-hmm. you're doing follow up, you're checking in with people saying, how's this going? Do you need any help with this? What do you need? Um, that reminds me of my, uh, my post-secondary where I took a project management class. Yes. And it it really is. It's all about farming out the <laughs> farming out the jobs, and then just touching base with people to make sure that they get done. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, you show up for the wine and cheese and the ribbon cutting ceremony at the end. So that's essentially. <laughs> Shh, that was your test answer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, it's. It's good to be, to surround yourself with people that are active, like will actually take on the thing and, and get it done and Mm -hmm. forming those committees helps and. Yep. Like we have a few different committees. Um, I mean, obviously we have communications, camping, a handful Mm -hmm. of others. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I would say that, you know, at the very least having a camp committee, like a dedicated core of people who are going to be the ones who like, they plan the camps and then they kind of just rotate being camp chief. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good one to build if you can. The rest, you know, if there's like one person who's willing to be your contact person, great. They can just be your contact person. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly like, because the camps are sort of particularly intensive in terms of the amount of additional effort required, yeah. having, you know, you're dedicated, okay, you guys are the camp team. Mm-hmm. So you know, plan and execute on each camp. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, even just being able to tie your weekly meetings down to, and even if like the person's name, right. If, even if the person whose name it is, isn't going to be the one running the meeting. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we have a pretty tight with the Cubs. We have a pretty tight organizational structure. I'm a Kayla. So I'm kind of, I manage both packs mm-hmm. or I'm the, the, you know, the, 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 the face of both packs, mm-hmm. but then, we have Baloo and Bagheera who are the actual pack scouters, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, even if it's not Baloo or Bagheera who's been tasked to plan the evening's activities, mm-hmm. whoever, it, you know, Baloo and Bagheera are basically the ones standing up there running the meeting. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's Chris or Lori or whoever mm-hmm. is just like, okay, here's what you need to say. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shows up, hands them all the information. Yeah. Here you go. You know, go, mm-hmm. there you go. Um, so that's the thing, right? It, because not all of the scouters are going to be willing to actually stand up in front of the, the pack or the scouts yeah, or, or the colony and be the one actually in charge, running the show, being the voice mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. activity that evening. Right. Yeah. But that's okay. You know, they, the person whose name is attached to that particular activity doesn't have to be the person who's actually there running it. Mm-hmm. They just have to be the one who's, you know, behind the scenes. If they got to make some phone calls, if they got to line up some equipment, they're the one handling that. So that when you show up on that day, mm-hmm. whoever are your lead scouters or whoever is, you know, going to be the one standing up in front of the youth and being just like, okay, what are we doing tonight? Here's what mm-hmm. we're doing tonight. Um, at least they've got their lines, right? They've got that's the script right. in front of them. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And uh, and that's all that, you know, the person facilitating that meeting needs to be able to provide. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily need to be the one then putting themselves out there because that is not to everyone's comfort. It's true. <sighs> so, yeah, like I said, probably a bit shorter meeting. Planning me- A planning meeting in three acts. Yes. And it really does come down to that. You know, it's get your caps on, mm-hmm. brainstorm your weekday activities, get those on the schedule too. And like I say, we can usually do this in about two, sometimes two and a half hours. And that's sufficient for planning basically half a year worth of stuff. Yep. It's... Um, it, it really is, there is a great deal of relief that follows from being able to look at this and be just like, okay, cool. Like that's, yeah. and the nice thing too is now you, it is worth noting that you probably don't want to plan out your entire year in one shot because the other thing that you should be doing is of course, as the year progresses, you're still collecting getting, that feedback getting from youth the youth. Feedback. Yep. Okay. Did, did you like what we've done so far? What didn't you like? What should we change? What yeah. else would you like to try? Other yeah. adventures? Is there, you wanna... is there things that you want to do? Yeah. Yeah. So then when you have your next planning meeting, you have that information yet again. But well, after your first planning meeting, you should have the date of your second planning meeting. Ideally, yes. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that one is a little bit more flexible, right? Like I know I we know we need to have one in about mid January. Yeah. Plus or minus a week, it's not really a big deal. Yeah. I'm often not around the first full week in January, um, just because of how my team, uh, like just because of how my work team is organized, and they often oh. have their big kickoff conference for the year in that first week. Right. Um, just because our jobs are so. <clears throat> They're very client facing. And so we rarely like have a chance to all be in the same room and brainstorm together. Mm-hmm. So they kind of make a point of just that first week of the year. It's just like, okay, everybody show up here and we're going to have a conference about this. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, you know, it's a pretty fun time too, but uh, it's, it's definitely a chance for the team to meet and swap knowledge. But anyways, yeah. I know my first week in January, first week in January, just block it off. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be there. Um, so, but, you know, outside of that, it's like, yeah, I know we need to meet sometime in there. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll meet like the middle of the month. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But 
We'll sit down. We'll do the next sec- next bit of planning. Yep. Having spent half a year, half a year now collecting feedback from the youth, or at least you know, well, not half a year, but you know, September, October, November, December. Yeah, four months. Collecting feedback from the youth and gives you something to work off. Exactly. Of. Yep. And I mean, take your own notes too, right? Take your own notes. What were your successes? What mm-hmm. were your trouble spots? What did work? What didn't work? Yep. Um, the more information like that that you can record and bring to the next planning meeting, the better results you're going to have. Discuss things if you need to, you know, why a thing did or didn't work, why we should or shouldn't do a thing. Um, keep in mind any particular things to do with policy and procedures. Yep. Or maybe it's even uh, dynamics within the group. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, you know, like I can't take the youth paintballing. Or anything involving projectiles. Lasai. <sighs> Lasai. But, you know, so that's what I mean when I say, like, keep policy in mind. Or, like, mm-hmm. we want to do, we're going to do a meeting where we have the scouts using, like, knives to whittle something. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And they did this at Cubbery with butter knives. Mm-hmm. I wound up administering band-aids. <sighs> and filling out incident reports. Don't use butter knives for carving. A nice, sharp knife. It's counterintuitive, uh-huh. but you know, if you know knives... The right tool for the right job. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like... We'll just use a butter knife for this. this. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> it is. It's the right tool for the job. And I mean, like, it does sound counterintuitive, right? But mm-hmm. the sharpest knife is the safest knife. Yeah. You know, because it cuts where you... You know, it cuts where you want it to cut. Right? Yeah. And even if it cuts you, it cuts you cleanly yes it is a cleaner cut too yeah but i mean like you know a dull knife or like a butter knife yeah it you can lose control of it because you're putting more force behind it it can skip and then if it does anything like that if it skips or slips it's moving unpredictably a sharp knife goes where you want it to that's right so that was a safety safety moment that was your psa for from your safety moment uh take that to your next toolbox talk Mm -hmm. So, or tailgate talk. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Safety um, meeting. Yeah. Nobody moves, nobody gets hurt. So, anyways, yes. The planning meeting in three acts. I present mm-hmm. that to everyone out there. Mm-hmm. I do recommend it as sort of a, a method to follow, to really, um, because it does work. And like I say, it scales to pretty much any section. We use it for the, you know, we can use it for the beaver planning. We use it for the cubs. Works for the scouts as well. Ventures are really, on their own. Well, yeah, but the vents were always on their own. Yeah. Um, and the rovers even more so. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> but you know what I mean it's it's just the the more that you can do ahead of time to prepare yourself for the year really that's all it is it's preparation mm. yep. for the year yep. the more that you can do that ahead of time um, the less headache you're going to have for yourself two months down the road and hopefully you're avoiding the situation of being just like well now what yeah right that's that because that is not a fun place to be in. <laughs> it certainly gives you the opportunity to react to things. So if there's an idea on the board that you know is going to take some forethought and some planning, mm-hmm. it gives people a goodly amount of time to maybe don't make that week one. Yeah, yeah. right. You know, it, it helps you to structure exactly your your year in a good way. Thank you for saying that because that was actually mm-hmm. something that I was going to mention and didn't. But yes, that's that's true too. Is that you know. You can. You can start to sort out your low-key from your big-ticket items, mm-hmm. and you can... And it's like, oh, this this is going to require us to bring in a special yeah, This needs guest more planning. And, and, or someone people. with a skill set that none of the leaders have, and yeah. or feel comfortable teaching to the youth. So, yeah. yeah. So, oh, okay, this well, requires a bunch of risk assessment and some forms to be mm-hmm. filled out, and, you know... Yep. So, uh, put those things further out. Yeah. And, to be fair, there does have to be a measure of flexibility, with you, you know, you do have to, the schedule has to be such that if something has to get bumped a week or so, then everything else has to be able to survive. Right. Right. Um, and hopefully it's such that, you know, it's like, okay, well we need to do this on this week instead. Well then let's just flip these two things. Yeah. Ideally that's where you want to be at. It's not always the case, but like ideally, because I mean, you know, especially if you have to bring in people from the outside or especially if you're trying to book a weekend at a facility. Yeah. Well, maybe this weekend isn't available. Maybe that Wednesday is not available, but maybe this one is. And it's like, okay, well, we'll move that to here. And then, you know, just 
couple so, little changes and the schedule keeps on going. Yeah, that's right. But that's the other thing too, is if you identify these needs early, early on, you can start making phone calls right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, again, you're not scrambling in mid-November because that guy you need to come in to talk about whatever has already been booked up for three months, right? Yeah. You're, you're fine. Yeah. You've, you're ahead of the curve. Exactly. Um, likewise, the facility that you want to take your kids to, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, plan early, figure out what you need to book, who you need to get in contact with, get that out of the way as early as possible. Yep. And, uh, you too can have a smoother year. Mm. All right. You got any shout outs? No. I don't think I do either. Actually. Um, no. Yeah. I think, um, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we should give a shout out to, uh, well, there's scouting radio. Of course. Yeah. We're yeah. Rebroadcasting our episodes to their worldwide uh, Scouting audience? I was going to say uh, maybe to the spouses of uh, scouters that are in the movement. and Ah, uh, you know, yes. Yes. Thank you for, for borrowing your spouse to us yeah. for, <clears throat> quote, an hour a week, unquote. Yes. <laughs> and for planning meetings and yes. for other things. So Yes. So. But yes, scouting radio. Scouting radio, yes. Good people. Awesome. Justin and the team, good, good people. And if you're listening to us on scouting radio right now, um, please do consider subscribing to the podcast and... Uh, Beyond that, do consider reaching out and getting in touch. We would love to hear from you. Scouter Ken, how does one do that? Ah, well, um, first off, I'll just pimp the Discord channel again. Mm, that's right. The latest edition in our exactly attempt to reach a larger audience. Exactly. We've had, well, I, I, I did a bit of a trial run with it. Had a couple of early joins. So Discord dot Discord dot io. So that's D I S C O R D dot io slash scouting stuff and there's a bit of a captcha bot so when you first join the server there'll be you'll get a little direct message that'll basically you know throw a five letter captcha at you or a six letter captcha at you just type the letters back to it i believe it's case sensitive and uh away you go you'll be in the server all right and yeah that's an opportunity to chat and like i say i mean discord was built with um voice in mind as well mm-hmm. so if we get enough uptake on that then we could have situations where you know it's much easier to then bring guests into the podcast because oh. we can all just hop on a discord chat and i can yes. like literally just record everything that's in the chat hmm. anyways discord.io slash scouting stuff there's also good old email scouting stuff podcast at gmail.com mm. you can reach us on facebook facebook.com slash scouting stuff podcast Instagram.com slash scouting stuff podcast, twitter.com slash SSYSK podcast because 15 character limit. Mm-hmm. And there's direct messaging available at all of those services. Or if you go to our website, pop out the sidebar, yeah. there's an option there to leave a voice message for us. Be the first. Be the first. And uh, that is about it for contact methods. So, all right. Well, short episode this week, but. It is what it is. It is. It is. Hopefully helpful to various folks out there. Thank you out there for listening. And until next time, be prepared.